0: Hey, welcome home everybody. I'm Jeremy Pearsons and you are watching Legacy Television. So thankful you tuned in today. Uh, we're gonna wrap up a series we've been on for the last several weeks. Some footage we shot with an audience right here at Legacy Studios. We really want you to be a part of these messages. And if you've missed any of the ones leading up to this, you can always go back to our website, pearsonsministries.com. You can get them there. You can watch them from our app, the uh, Legacy Studios app, Pearsons Ministries. However you get the word in your life, Get it in your life. You need to hear these things. Today, we're gonna continue talking about the love of money and and not allowing the need that vision creates to bring fear into your life. You need to hear this. You need to get it into your life. Sarah and I are so thankful that you're watching today. I know you're going to be blessed and I know you're going to enjoy this. Stay tuned at the end of the message though. Sarah's going to lead us into some awesome worship and then I'm going to come back and give you a little insight today into the assignment, the heart and the vision of this ministry. I may even get a chance to tell you a little bit about uh, the day I met and fell in love with Sarah. I can hear all the girls just kind of getting excited about that right now. No, it's a great story. It's a beautiful story. And it's one that the Lord has used in our lives, in our ministry to show us some amazing things. And it's really ministered to people. But I want to give you some insight into the heart, the assignment and the vision of this ministry and give you an opportunity to be a partner with us in that. Stay tuned. You're going to enjoy this today. We'll see you in a few. And the love of money, the service of it, the attentiveness to it, the constant awareness of it. How are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? If God gives you a vision, you get excited about it. But like tomorrow, you realize this vision is going to cost a lot of money. And that's the thing with vision. It always creates a need. Vision from God will always create a need. That's why most people won't live with one. That's why people are perishing without one. Because they're afraid of the need that it creates. It'll always create a need. And this is where us faith people have to be watchful too because we've got it in our heads that the goal we're headed towards is no more needs. That's not the goal. If there's no more needs, there's no more vision. But a vision from God will create a need, but not one for you to meet. Come on. Thank you, Devon. Come on, somebody. Come on. This isn't a need for you to meet. Jesus told his disciples, he said, You go into a town, there is a cult there that's been unridden, and you tell them what? The Lord has need of this. Man, that helped me about three weeks ago when I saw that, looking around this place and what's yet to purchase and what we want to do. And I realized all of a sudden, this isn't my need. It's not even my need. The Lord has need of this. Jesus, you need it. I'll get in faith with you. Jesus, I'm in agreement with you, sir, that all your needs are met. You think he has any problem at all getting his needs met? Yeah. The Lord has need of this. Yes. Oh, come on. The Lord has yes. need of this. Yes. That vision he put in you, don't be afraid of the need. Yeah. Don't back off it because the need's so yeah. big. Don't start serving money Yes. thinking that if I don't hang on to this much of it, what are we going to do? You got to check yourself. What happens to you when you look at the bank account? If you see a big stack in there, are you like, Phew. how good does that make you feel? Because it probably shouldn't. That's not your comfort. Right on the other hand, if you look in there and there's not as much, how much sweat starts breaking out right here, huh? Folks, money has two main reasons, main purposes, sowing and spending. That's what it's for, sowing and spending. And everybody else, you know what they're trying to do with it? Save it. Save it. Save it. Save it. Save. We got to save it. We got to save it. We got to save it. That's their number one goal with money to do what? Save it. Save it. Now, I'm not telling you there's anything wrong with saving, but saving is where you put money that you don't know what to do with yet. Now, I don't know if that money right there is for spending or for sewing. but I'm going to find out. I'm not going to do anything with it till I know.
1: I'm not serving it.
0: I'm not, I'm not doing what it tells me to do with it. I love him and he loves me. Father, I'm aware and attentive to your plan and your vision. Now there's a million dollars in this bank. Oh, you missed a good place to say amen. amen. There's a million dollars in this account, Lord. What's it for? What's that for? And if he doesn't say anything, don't do anything. Hey, Lord, there's a million two in there now.
1: Amen. You guys are slow, come on.
0: <laughs> what's that for? Okay, yeah, I see that. Call up your buddy. Hey, what's the balance on that building?
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. Lord, talk to me about that. I'm gonna send you something. Just wanna let you know, he's coming between you and the pressure that's on you. amen, amen. What do you do? Finding out what the assignment is. Lord, we got about 800,000 left. What do we do with that? We're supposed to build? We're supposed to build? Okay. Well, that's going to cost $789,000. That stack's going to go real low. Where'd you get it in the first place? If you don't serve it... If you're not rooted in the love of it, you can get free. Yeah. Yes. That's good. I don't care how much money you have. If you're serving it, you are bound. Yeah. Yeah. You're bound. And it's the root of all kinds of evil. Mm. Oh, but come on, we can get free of this. We can get free of that. And we can look at that account and we can say, Baby, look, there's 75 cents in there today. All our money's out on assignment. It's, it's doing what he told it to do. Oh, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're really, really doing it. You know? And you can get excited about that. You can. This is faith, people. This is sorry Josh, this is faith 101 right here. I trust God. I trust God. He loves me and He will not let me fail. Thank you, Lord. Can you take just like two or three more minutes? You're there in 1 Timothy. Go to 2 Timothy 3. Then we'll look at one other and we'll be done. 2 Timothy 3, Know this, that in the last days... Come on, say that's the day. day. In the last days, perilous times will come. That's what we're living in, isn't it? -hmm. Perilous means just violent, violent times. And when he said last days, it's a reference to the last of the last days. That's the end, man. The last days, perilous times will come. Why? For men will be. You notice that? Mm -hmm. This is the reason. You're about to read the reason that we're living in the times we're living in. Because men will be what? Lovers of themselves, lovers of money. And really that's one and the same thing, isn't it? I just told you a moment ago that my love for her makes me aware of more than just myself. You know how to love anybody else, you're aware of only you. You love yourself, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Verse 3, unloving. I want you to notice how many things have to do with twisted, distorted love. Lovers of themselves, lovers of money, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Twisted, distorted, wrong, evil love is the reason we're living in the world we're living in right now. Aware of all the wrong things. Constantly aware of just themselves. And people don't realize it. People have gotten so blinded to this that they call it humility. To say, "Well, oh, I don't need all that. I don't want all that. All I want is to be able to feed my family, put clothes on my kids back, maybe take my wife to a dinner now and then, buy her a dress and a purse. But that's all I want. I don't need all that other stuff. And they think they impress God with the smallness of trust. Is he impressed? No, he's not impressed. Right on the other hand, he's honored when you request big why because it tells him you believe he can do it but people think they're impressing God and other people I just I just want this right here that's all I want that's all we need I'm not asking for a lot I'm not asking for much yeah and you're also not leaving an impact on anybody or on anything that's the love of money That's that's loving yourself. When all you can think about is the love of your own pleasure. Nothing wrong with pleasure. Nothing wrong with having fun. Nothing wrong with getting away. But if that's all, that's, that's the extent of your life. Jesus told a parable about a man who did this. A man whose ground, he said, yielded plentifully. And he had a lot of stuff. And he looked and he said, he said to himself, he thought within himself, Jesus said. Because he thought within himself. That's everybody's problem. They never learned to think without themselves. They learned only to think within themselves. He thought within himself. I've laid up many treasures for many days. And he said to his soul, soul, you have a lot of stuff. What are you going to do with all this? I know what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And I will store, I'll store it. That's the big plan. I will store my crops and my goods, he says. That's his big plan. This wealthy man, tell us, sir, what are you going to do with all this vast wealth? Well, let's see. I, you know, I've thought about it. given it a lot of thought and I've got a plan. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to store it all. And then he said this. He said, and I will say to my soul, eat, drink, and be merry. Take your rest, he said. Take your rest. You look that up and it means do nothing. Do nothing. Be perfectly still. That's his great goal. This is is what I'm going to do. What are you going to do with all this stuff? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to eat. Like seriously, a lot. (laughs) And then I'm going to drink and I'm not going to let anybody tell me what I can or can't eat, what I can and can't drink. I'm going to be merry and I'm going to do nothing. Guess what it's called, everybody? Retirement. Yeah, exactly. And that's what everybody is working for. That's the great goal. And he said, I'm going to store it. What is that? I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. All my crops. What is crop? What's in the crop? More seed. Cre- seed's not for storing. Seed's for sowing. that's what good is a great big barn full of seed? Yeah. Just sit there and look at Look at all my seed. Because I'm going to store my seed, my crops, and my goods. Look up the word goods and it means things that are useful. What is that? That's what you buy and you put to work. You put into the hands of somebody else who can use it. And his big plan is to save it. And Jesus said, you fool. This night, your soul will be required of you. And then whose will this be? Yeah. A lot of stuff, no impact. Yeah. It's good, it's good. Oh, it's good, eh? for lack of a better term, that scares me. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't about to live a life of no impact. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not about to go through this thing without making a mark on this world. And I'm gonna do it rooted in love, walking by faith, sowing where he says go, so buying what he says buy, putting it into the ministry, putting it into the kingdom. If it's not something I can use, put it in Josh's hand. He can use it. Impact, impact.